Hey guys, Shane here. I just wanted to say thank you, as always, for listening to the Crow Pod. And uh, if, if you like what we do here and want to help us out, you can go to uh, anchor.fm backslash crowpod and click on the support button. You got three different options there, uh, 99 cents. $4.99 and $9.99 uh, monthly contribution. Anybody who does the $4.99 level, uh, you get one live read per month on air or, you know, like on, on the main show for your business or charity or whatever you got going on. If you do the $9.99, we'll give you a live read uh, every single episode uh, the, of the main show. So every single week on the main Crow Pod, uh, we'll give you a shout out for your business or charity or whatever you got going on. So, uh, just like I said, you go to anchor.fm backslash crowpod, click on support, and uh, we'll, we'll get that message out to all of our listeners every single week. And, and that goes out not only on the crowpod network, but on the heart and hand network as well. Pod and joining me, Shane, this week, of course, Mr. David Edgar. Hello, David. Hello, Shane. Hello, everyone. I'm not very well. I have a cold. <laughs> I, I have the man flu. Uh, and I think I've actually solved the age-old mystery of why man flu exists. Um, because the, if you say to people you've got a cold, they go, oh, well, that's all right then. No, it's not. I'm fucking ill. So we, <laughs> men have traditionally had to say... I've got the flu, which I don't. Right? I, I don't have the flu. I've had the flu twice in my life, and it's fucking brutal. Um, completely you know, knocks you out. It's not that. So we've had to invent this middle ground so people aren't just quite as dismissive of of the cold. Because the cold's a bastard of a thing, man. Uh, you know, they had a, a vaccine for COVID inside, what, 12 months? Mm-hmm. <laughs> fucking... <laughs> Thousands of years with it, this bastard, and nobody's come up with anything yet. So, um, so no. I, also, I think it's a real measure of a man. I really do genuinely believe that it's a measure of a man of how stoic you are when you're ill. And I am not stoic at all. I demand, <laughs> I demand your sympathy, and ideally would would quite like my mammy. <laughs> Uh, back from Canada, Mr. Todd Van Allen. Hi, Todd. Hi. God. Um, my mom's, it's her birthday today, actually. So I wish hey. I had some mommy here. Uh, so I could say, happy, uh, happy birthday, mom. I'm sure she's not listening to this. Dear God, I hope not. I'm very yes. positive. <laughs> um, Although I, I did get some good news. Somehow this show cracked the top 40 in, in UK podcasts. By, by, so I, without even, however what? many of you listen on Heart and Hand still. <laughs> what? By itself, this show is practically top 40. How? <laughs> yeah. yeah. I fucking love that. All these, like, proper podcasts, and I'll just come sauntering in. Exactly. Right? Yeah. <laughs> All right but with that. It, yeah, I mean, it, I, look, it deserves it. It's, sure. it's fucking hilarious, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But 
uh, if, if I may coattail just a little bit, um, I did the same thing yesterday. I think, I think anyone who puts out recorded media out there gets the Spotify. Hey, we're fucking you on the amount of money you're going to get. Yeah, but yeah. Some hey, stats. Hey, look, at, look how much money you're making us, asshole. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> By the way, comedy, we're moving away. Um, yeah. So well, I'm, gonna, you know, I'm not going to get zero with of a penny. Oh yeah, they're they're slowly but surely dismantling their their comedy. Didn't, uh, didn't they just like suddenly strip out like millions of hours of comedy overnight? Yeah, they like, did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you know, right now what the world needs obviously is less laughter. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Yeah, more Joe Rogan, less oh, yeah. funny. They. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, I forgot they <laughs> yeah. they spent like the gross national product of them. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So here's the thing. We do need laughs, but by fuck are we going to pay for it? So that, you know, I love it when I get a show. I finally got to do this recently before I get to the thing. I finally got to do this. I finally got to send my first. I am. uh, I I thank you for reaching out, but I am not in a position right now to accept zero pay work. I got to send that out. I got to send it out. And I got to tell you, came a little bit. Came a little bit when I typed that. I hit send and went uh, like that. Um, but 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 the exposure. Oh yeah. Yes. Yes. Uh, you know what happens in Canada? Exposure. You die of exposure. That's what happens. So you don't well, want me exposing myself. Mm-hmm. No, in the UK you get arrested for exposure. It's not yes, a good thing. That's right. That's when, right. when people come at you with exposure, it's like right. exposure is generally considered quite a bad thing in most oh, Western societies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I, you know, I wish say, I could. You could I wish I could not count on all of my uh, digits, the number of friends I have in the comedy community that have some form of arrest for public urination. I wish <laughs> I wish that number was much smaller than it is. And, but... and and if you could also cut that number in half of the people who've done it on stage. That's... Yes. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's so, what really that young you. lady. <laughs> yeah, that yeah. lady. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, look, growing up, G.G. Allen, you know, mm-hmm. I mean, what... what and then I remember when I was very young, the first festival I ever went to was the Reading Festival um, mm-hmm. in England in 1992, which famously Nirvana played out oh, and Kurt Cobain came on stage. And uh, I think I there's a, a, yeah, I think there's definitely a DVD of it. Um, <laughs> at least I don't know if they released an album, but they they brought it out in a concert. And he comes on stage because there was all the rumours about him being on heroin. Glad they turned out not to be true. Yes. And uh, they brought him on stage in a wheelchair, and he kind of sprung out of it, and everybody went nuts. But the do you remember the band L Seven? Yes, mm-hmm. I do. Well, um, I quite like L Seven, the classic hit. Pretend that we're dead. The Rangers mm-hmm. fan, some tiny Celtic supporters. <laughs> uh, so, uh, yeah. Oh, you know, we... fucking everywhere. Um, and they audience in I can't think of a nice way to put this used tampons and well then asked about it and they said well you know people talk about that, that girls can't be rock and roll Mick Jagger can't fucking do that can he equally as a 15 year old boy I just like unbelievable amounts okay. of disgusted so um, yeah. okay so to to be fair to to Mick yes for sure he cannot throw used tampons out onto the crowd but a no, soiled depends oh my god he's got like 18 of those at the ready he is speaking of people who need a, a, the adult undergarments can we can we just go ahead and get the laughing at Alan Thompson out of the way quickly okay <laughs> oh he's book his book. Good uh, God. Yeah. 
Uh, oh. right. it, it, honestly, at one point, the only thing, and I've only seen the excerpts, although from what I can gather, the excerpts are pretty mm-hmm. much the whole book. Yeah, um, the, <laughs> yeah it's like, I think it's a picture book. I think we've read yeah, the whole it's, book. Yeah, it's like, yeah. oh, the places you'll shit on. To me. <laughs> the only thing that was missing was that he ended up in Dundee with a Toblerone and, of course, had the last laugh. <laughs> That is really the only thing we didn't get. This this is what I love about our listeners, and when the, when the questions come pouring in as soon as we send out the the tweet, it's it's one of those things where, you know, I I am kind of all I just got done my run of shows in November, so I haven't had a lot of time to kind of catch up on things, and I'll start reading, you know, kind of leafing through the the questions that are being submitted, and I'll just go, what do I need to look up now? And so now my browser history is all Alan Thompson and just, oh, boy. Nobody oh, wants boy. that. No. no. Who's that's... having a less happy day, him or Ryan Porteus? That's, <laughs> that's the question. Uh, well, I mean, Ryan, I, look, here's the problem if you're, you're Ryan Porteus, who, by the way, Celtic are absolutely going to sign, aren't they? Thinking oh, that oh yeah, up, for sure. No thinking question. that it gets, us up, it gets it up us in their endless quest to get over Mojo, which will never, ever, ever, ever happen. Yeah, yeah. Right? You know, we've been in Division 3, we've been through financial shit, and you're still not over Mojo. You never no. will be. <laughs> oh my God, no, 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 no. This is never going to happen, guys, forget it. But uh-huh. they'll probably sign him. He's given us five points this season. Yeah. You know, between getting yeah. himself sent off at Ibrox and then last night. Um, I did, you know, we got the traditional media circus about it being a penalty. Uh, and it was great because it was slightly huffy because you could tell they thought it was a penalty. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. it was a penalty, you know. Yeah, right. it's, yeah. I, and I mentioned this on my on my reaction video last night. That isn't that the fundamental difference between us as Rangers fans and everyone else in Scotland? Because we, and I, I know this, you two would have done it. We would have done it. All our mates would have done it. Online would have done it. If Goldson had done that or Calvin Bassey, we would all right. have went. Why the fuck did you leave your leg out? Exactly. Yeah. Yep. That's the difference. You know, we yeah, wouldn't yeah. have gone. Oh, he went mm-hmm. down easy. We would go. Well, of course he went down easy. That's what you know. That's football. Um, it's it's not the Olympics. You know, you don't need to preserve your amateur status to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're stupid enough to do here, going to trip over that, then don't be surprised that the guy tripped. Right. But we would have we would have picked another defender. But they, yes. of course, it's the conspiracy. Yeah, well, and and they had you know, let's say Morellis gone in on on beating the way that McGinn did and gotten mm-hmm. booked, which yeah. I, I don't know how McGinn didn't because he made contact with the official. Um, I, we would be going. Why would you do that? Why yes. would you do that? Yes. <laughs> I mean, it is just, it's just rather ridiculous. Uh, mm-hmm. By the way, I should, I should warn. I'm quite crab at today because I'm an impatient patient to to say the <laughs> right. least, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm quite crabby, and and I, I like the fact that people think I'm a nice guy, right? And it's lovely. It's a lovely thing for people to say. And I, you guys who know me better know that it isn't actually the case i'm a fucking liar right no, just let, let, let him believe it let him believe it okay. yeah you don't you don't get to meet me you meet my representative and he's lovely um <laughs> unfortunately the guy that's in the back of my mind most of the time so today if i sort of cut loose a little bit i apologize um right. but but you know straight away after the game people i'm all excited you know 86 minute winner at easter road hadn't played well dead happy mm-hmm. and one guy comes on and goes Ah, you're 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 leading. Well, he actually used this phrase. You're leading your listeners down the garden path. So, sorry, what? I can't. I'm not going outside. I'm not fucking leading them anywhere, chief. But he goes, <laughs> uh, "We were rubbish tonight." We literally, it's five minutes after full time. 
mm-hmm. and we won one nil with an 86 minute penalty. penalty. Yeah. My heart rate yeah. has been through the roof. Mm-hmm. You know, it's from getting the penalty to it go, you know, to taking it to going into that ten minutes that you've got to negotiate, which I thought the team did pretty well actually. It didn't yeah. give any help. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I'm quite happy right now, mate. I yeah. just like, what the fuck is it with people being fun hoovers? Right. I, I don't. Just, I mean, fun the on the shot, You know, yep. two clean sheets. Let me have okay. this. Yes. Yeah. You know, the, I was walking out of Hampton two weeks ago. Distraught, and if yep. you said to me, you get the two now like against Sparta that you need, you beat Levy quite comfortably, or oh, you get a win at Easter Road and another clean sheet, I'd have yeah. fucking sucked off a trap. Well, well, not, not only yeah. that, you, you beat Levy on that pitch when it's yeah. exactly, <laughs> and, not, and and, and there will be a controversy about snowballs. Yeah, how many, be, uh, be perfect. How many Celtic fans do you think, genuinely, especially after Hamden had ringed these two games on the calendar and went, they'll drop points? Yep. Yeah. At yep. least one well, of these. How, how many of them were sitting there? I mean, how many of them flipped over in the 80th minute just to watch right. it? Yeah, oh, exactly. Were, I mean, um, so my, my wife and I, we're, we're in a position right now because we're, we're getting to an age and, and my wife's work has kind of forced this upon us that we have to, um, as they say, get our affairs in order. What? So uh, we, we have to, uh, we have <laughs> to create a, bit, a will. Isn't that a bit dramatic? Bye, Todd. Right. Yeah. Uh, I'm not checking out, but like it's always that thing of like you you always get something after you you finalize your work. I, I think that's excessive. You know, yeah. I think there are things a workplace could legitimately ask you, but by the way, are you leaving us anything? Right. No, 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 no. It's not. It's not for that. What they need is because she's a partner in the firm. Ah. They need no tie up. So now this is kind of forcing our hand, and it's something we should have done anyway. Right. So we're we're answering these questions as we go through this thing. I, I do forget like, like every financial decision in your life is made at the behest of your wife. Absolutely it's, it is. Absolutely it is. And and to be and to be fair, this is this is something we need to do because like, you know, at, at some point when we pass on, what are the assets gonna go to? Do we go to the niece and nephew and, and all that fun stuff? Yeah. So but then it got to the what, question what of have you Tell what's that? What might get what might get um uh, you know what? A collection of all my CDs yeah, from the nineties. Yeah. Right, that would work. But you know, I just because for a minute there, I was, but I thought he hadn't even fucking thought yet. Yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. You get all my nineties ones. That works. Um, and uh, probably a lot of Italian ska. So you'll be happy with that. <laughs> um, so we we get to the point of uh, we start thinking of like how like what's the funeral service going to be like? Like what do you want done? Well, once you're gone, what do you want done with your with your body? Where do you want us to tidy that up to? And we're not going to get buried because we don't need a monument to anyone who's not going to show up. So we're going to get cremated. And what we're going to do is get all the ashes of all of our pets and ourselves in one big urn. And we're going to have it uh, placed in one of the um, uh, one of the cloches in um Proceri, where my wife's family is. I spent a lot of time there. I was like, you know what? That'll be a nice a nice place. But I'm now going to add a provision where I have a little phrase written in <laughs> Italian on it so that people, when they walk by, will look at that and go, why does that say penalty to Rangers? <laughs> <laughs> I, 
I I often thought about this, and there are there are kind of two. One is from Blackadder that I I love, which is mm-hmm. here lies Edmund Blackadder, and he's bloody annoyed, um, <laughs> which would be good. But the other one I always thought would be quite good is just to have uh, here lies David Edgar. For more information, contact God, the clowns, <laughs> um, and just just to see if any letters go to the US Post. So I, it's an odd one because I've kind of thought about you know if you know song stuff being a big big music fan. And interestingly, this week uh, I went to concert, and that's probably why I'm out. Um, I went okay. to see, oh, you two are going to fucking love this, right? Uh, Here we go. So, got to go and see James Happy Mondays because I'd been to a show sure, sure. before COVID. So, I thought yeah. I'll pick a show where it's a band that yeah you know, that I really like, and I'm not sitting there because you know Sally and I used to go to literally hundreds of gigs, but with maybe you know a band that had one single out, you know, and it's cool, but. Uh, after a while, I just wanted to go to one where I knew every song and I could sing my, my wee heart out, right? Yeah. So James supported by Happy Mondays, absolutely ideal. That's a, you know what? That's a fantastic show. <laughs> yeah, do, uh, absolutely. I got good do, tickets. Do, do you mind if I pause here for a second? Because I have some James questions. Go on. How much of the? I I can't imagine this is their latest one, but I I I picked up what I thought was the most recent. Um. Um. Uh, album of theirs and i'll be jiggered if i can if i can think of it. it's not it, it's not laid it's um no that's from 1993 Todd. So <laughs> yes. probably oh it's uh you know okay so i'm looking at their discography right now i am so out of the loop it was hey ma yeah. Yeah, hey ma was like, the last one that i bought uh from that's there. i think 2008 2008 <laughs> um, it is so yeah, yeah, yeah quite quite a long time ago i mean no, to us that's very well, that's very the thing. Listen, music. <laughs> they, the they very stuff. seldom lifted their head up over here once Slade was done. Yeah, the James the stuff. Oh, that made them a fortune over there. That was huge sure. in America. Um, but yeah. they, weirdly, my mum fucking loves that song, right? And it is quite a bizarre thing to hear your mother walking about singing, She Only Comes When She's On she's Top. She's on top, yeah. <laughs> I, I, she doesn't have a fucking clue what it means, thankfully. Uh, yeah. right? uh, mm. I think she thinks. Uh, she knows. You know, no, I don't she think knows. she does genuinely. Well, at least she has the common good courtesy not to fucking tell me or to pretend she doesn't when I'm here. But right. um, yeah, I'm early 90s. So James were mad when I was like 14, 15, massive. I've got so many good memories. So I thought, I'll go and see them. Happy Mondays. I expect Happy Mondays to be worse than they were. They were really decent, actually. So I think my expectations were calibrated. James were brilliant. They did do quite a, a few new stuff, but ended up with some absolute, which was good. One of their songs, actually, there's a line in it about watching the Copa del Rey and Messi scoring, which I thought was pretty cool. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. Uh, it's a song called Curse Curse, if anyone's looking for it. It's basically, he's lying in a hotel room on tour, and he hears the couple next door shagging, and he feels guilty because he's getting a bit turned on. So he right. turns the telly right up, <laughs> and it's the Copa del Rey, and he's like, oh, thank fuck, and he watches Messi score. Um yes. But, uh, yeah, it was just a brilliant, brilliant show. But the, I booked Adam and I into the one of the, you know, like the fancy packages. Yep. So we get in an hour before everyone else. And they, they walk you up. You know, someone is your personal kind of person. And they walk you right up. And you walk by all the plebs in their queue. You know, mm-hmm. Fuck you lot, you pro. <laughs> And they take you up to this beautiful restaurant and they say, this is your table and this is your table all night. You can come and go as you please. You can leave stuff here. Um, you can actually see the concert over there at the window, but you can go down to your seats if you put, we, we sat down. Ah, ah, ah. We sat down. Um, and you, you can go out. So people are 
queuing for the toilet. We're walking right by them, private toilet, all that kind of stuff, right? Nice. And we had a three-course meal, and it wasn't, I was expecting, you know, burger. No. It was like, you know, space-side beef prepared 28 days, all that shit, right? Fucking kale and mushroom and haggis on a crusty starter. And Adam and I sat looking at each other here going, we've changed. (laughs) 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 We have absolutely changed. You know, in the old days, the first time I went to see James was at the Barrowlands in the very, very early 90s, right? And I was sick at one point and got up and it became like a tactical spew and I just went straight back on the bevy. Um, bounce about the place you know fucking pocket full of gear Um, and there's me sitting with my crostini at this guy going (laughs) but then I decided because the Rangers AGM was in the morning and it was at the Clyde Auditorium people in Glasgow know the Clyde Auditorium the SEC and the Hydro are basically in the same place right you know family building so I thought I'm not going to the AGM coming home because I'd need about time just to go out again for the James gig so I'll, I'll just book a hotel and uh, the Happy Mondays were staying in my corridor and were remarkably yes. well behaved. <laughs> there was a strong smell of something coming from the room no. that may- maybe they were burning incense. No, it was slightly sort of richer smell than that. Um, Burnt straw. Uh, yeah, kind kind of spicy, almost. You know, uh, almost, you know, you, you kind of, just as I say that, that's a, it was like incense, but it was hash, folks. Right? Uh, <laughs> but but they, were, they were well behaved, they were quiet, I got a good mm. night's kip, I absolutely cannot complain about that. So, uh, yeah, we're all getting a bit older, but then at one point, there's a lyric in a James song, um, After 30 Years I've Become My Fears, and he changed it to After 60 Years because he's 61. Nice. I was like, fuck right, me, right. man. Yeah. I am so fucking old. Like, yep. my first kiss, not even my first, you know, home run. My first kiss was listening to Golden Mother by James in 1990. Nice. And now now the bloke from James is in his 60s. Oh, for fuck's sake, <laughs> man. That's just brutal. That's just fucking oh, awful. How mm-hmm. must I be then to be doing it? But that was all good. And the Rangers yeah. AGM as well. There was um, fewer nuttles than than usually get. Not one question about Celtic, which went totally against the grain. Right. What I, I, I was I was kind of shocked. Like, like I think I think they still talked more about us at their AGM than we actually talked about. <laughs> oh, they always will. So, so, cer- a, yeah. Certainly for a longer amount of time. Ours yeah. was kind of a. Hey, here's everything. Oh yeah, the the financial hole we've pegged. Uh, Dave King, kind of whatever. And uh, okay, we're done. See you. Right. Egg salad sandwiches are over there. Yeah, that, yeah. that was basically it. There was, you know, there was there was one guy who was quite hit up. Apparently, he was upset at the club because they are following the law about vaccine passports. Yeah, um, yeah, and yeah. that. that that somehow flies in the face of their anti-discriminatory policy, nope. to which yeah. you feel Stuart Robertson went, it's the law. You yeah, know, yeah. We, yeah. We, we need to get a safety certificate or we're not legally allowed to open the stadium. Yep. Um, but he, to be fair, he was kind of shouted down, the bloke. Mm-hmm. He wasn't. That's good. Not, it wasn't good. like people put up with it. Um, and then, you, you know, it, it was kind of quite normal, straightforward. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
questions. It wasn't nobody was frothing. Nobody wanted us to check Celtic's European license from 1996 <laughs> or anything. Right. No. <laughs> yeah, it was just it was really mm-hmm. straightforward and and kind of pleasant. Yeah. On the other good. side of that coin, uh, this past week, um, they've announced that people over 50, hi, uh, can get their flu jab when the, or not the flu jab, the um, the booster shot uh, as soon as they're available. So it's like 168 days or uh, that, uh, oh, yeah, I, I did that, that we can do. So, so I, uh, I did the math on mine uh, day after Boxing Day. So there you go. My left bicep is a pub dartboard right now. Just get I mean, those things <laughs> fucking into me. I mean, I, I I can go get I can go get mine at any point now. I think um, they they open it up in Illinois to pretty much all the age groups. So right. I need to get down to a Walgreens. There, there's actually, but you know, you're talking about like it's the law. Yeah. Um. There there there's it's a bunch of people in Oklahoma about to learn this lesson. Oh, here because we go. The, so so the oh, governor. Oklahoma, 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 Oklahoma. Right. Where the wind, wind comes sweep, sweep, down sweeping down the, down the plane. That that place. Yeah. The okay. golden weeds. Um, so I was uh, the, the the asshole governor there. His name's uh, Kevin Stitt, which Love you it just tell this, this guy. Love it already, right, Kevin Stitt. But he he fired the commander of the state national guard a couple weeks ago mm-hmm. because he was telling the personnel to follow, you know, the federal guideline to go get your your COVID vaccines, right? So Stitt fires him, replaces him with like this Trump, uh, you know. Fucking uh-huh. drum drum humper, fucking Thomas Mancino, who then says, uh, uh, "No, uh, we're going to. Uh, you, you don't. You don't have to do that. Um, you can avoid the getting the vaccine." To which, you know, it's the thing about being in the National Guard that yes, you are like under command of like a quasi state system, but yeah. you're still part of the Department of the Army and therefore the Department of Defense. And so, of course, they just said, uh. We're not going to pay you anymore then. Um, and uh, yeah, we'll fire all of you immediately. So there you go. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, <laughs> Toronto cops are facing the same thing right now. There's a bunch yeah. of what? That's yeah. kind of fun. Oh, it's, uh, I, lo- I love like all these police departments across the country. You're like, oh, we'll resign. Okay. Good. Uh, I, I haven't seen the hundreds of resignations. Or, like, yeah. I think yeah, New York yeah, City yeah. ended up with like 24 or something. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. There was a speaking, speaking of representation, this goes back to, to, to <laughs> something that David said about my representation. The, it immediately made me remember. Do you remember when Bill Maher used to be a comedian? Do you remember that? Yeah. Um, yeah, that was a long time ago. One yeah. one of my favorite jokes he ever did was uh was about his background. He's like, yeah, it was you know my my father's Jewish. Uh, my uh, my father is um uh Jewish, but I was raised Catholic because my mom. So uh you know I, I I would have to go through all these Catholic rituals, but I brought my Jewish sensibilities with me. Uh, every time I went to confession, I brought a lawyer. <laughs> and, uh, and then he goes, "Bless me, Father, for I have sinned." You know, Mister Cohen. <laughs> I love. That line, <laughs> like you know, Mister Cohen. Of course, God. <laughs> oh, it's, uh, yeah, people seem to have a, a kind of strange thing about in in Scotland anyway that Rangers can just go and sort it because well, I mean, to be fair, yeah, exactly. It, it, I mean, we, but we, we do kind of solve every other problem in the we're, world. We're, so. we're not, no, yeah. no, we don't. We're responsible. <laughs> for right. every other problem there's a slight <laughs> difference we're responsible mm-hmm. for everything but uh, um I, uh, the guy was sort of like 
you know, look, why aren't you fixing this? We can't. It's a, you people <laughs> voted for them. Now, right. don't get me wrong. I know not everybody. In fact, I pretty much guarantee not guarantee. anybody yeah. in that room <laughs> voted for them. But yeah, that that's sort of how democracy works. And Shane, as we've said before about democracy, it doesn't work. No. What we need, right? And I've been doing some research into this. Mm-hmm. What we need, there are some, I've got a couple of examples here. I'm not just coming up with this on the fly. But what we need (laughs) is a benevolent, benevolent small ruling class (laughs) ruling in the best interest of the people. And I found a couple of examples. If you go to Paris 1794, Mm -hmm. um, there was this bloke called Robespierre, and him Mm -hmm. and his mates had a council of 12 that worked quite well for a while until they accidentally signed their own death warrants and got guillotined. <laughs> and if you go back... Yeah, I, hate, I hate when that happens, to be oh, honest. Geez. That's, that's, there was know. this place... You get these papers so- put, put in front of you, you grab a pen, yeah, you don't you know just what you're doing. Them. What Look, was that last one? Wa- if somebody walks up to you with a clipboard and a pen in work... And says, I need your signature, you fucking sign it. You you do, right? <laughs> and that that's obviously what happened there. And the other one, there was this country in the 1900s called Soviet Onion. Um, and I, I presume it had a lot of layers to it. And in this country, Jesus they had a really good, they had a really good, leave me alone, I'm no well. They had a really good <laughs> Well, when I say they had a really good system, they had a really good system for the people who are in the place I intend that we will be in. Mm -hmm. And I haven't really thought much further than that. Right. Right. So going going back to your sign, anything is put in front of you. So uh, clipboard. Yeah. Well, not even that. Not even that. So uh, we go through these meetings with the lawyers, and so they they highlight in this. 20, 30, 50 page document, the questions we need to answer, like, who do you want to handle your power of attorney? Where's this money going? Where do, where do you want assets divided? Blah, 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 blah. So there's like three chunks of like the thing. So my wife is incredibly busy. So she's like, can you look at this and figure out what we need, what we need to do? I went, absolutely. And so I scanned through and there's like literally these points of like highlight these. So I just, you know, collected those and said, okay, here are the questions we need to answer. Bam. And so she's looking at our questions and she went, did you read the entire document? And I went, no. And she's like, why wouldn't <laughs> you? I, I went, you what did, I, why wouldn't you? Is this because that's what we pay them for? Yeah. <laughs> we pay them to do that. She's like, are you sure? It's like, what? okay, let me ask you something. What is your favorite part of the terms and conditions for Netflix? What's your favorite hmm. paragraph? Mine is, come on. They could put any shit in those terms right, and conditions, exactly. you know. Exactly. And Facebook, Mark Zuckerberg owns everyone, everyone's yeah. firstborn child, yeah. right? And you agreed to it. You said one of my my favourite oh. things about the the mass sort of idiocy of people is you'll see this quite often: the copy and paste. I hereby declare that Facebook can't use. Oh any yeah, no, that's <laughs> Yes. Um, that, from that's now that's on, how life works. That is that's that is right up there with Michael Scott declaring bankruptcy. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and and I and I remember trying to explain it to to my mad uncle Jim, and I was like, it doesn't it doesn't mean anything? Well, how not? I'm saying he can't do it. I said, yeah, but you're using his websites, like walking right. into a pub and saying, no, I I don't think I should pay for anything, so therefore right. I'm not going yeah, to. Yeah, that's... I, I brought my own. Go for yeah. yourself. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well. If, we have a we have a member of the bar community here to, to tell <laughs> how that so it, it, and it's just the kind of 
you know, but a bloke on Facebook had copy and pasted it. That doesn't mean you have to. If a bloke on Facebook said that he was yeah. going to jump off a bridge, would you go and do it? Yeah. And increasingly, I'm coming around to the opinion that yes, they would. Yeah, a lot of people yeah. would. Yeah. You, um, you know, you mentioned firstborns there, David. Uh, I got handed the remote last night with the oh, director to pick, to pick a Christmas wow. movie. Oh, yeah. Ah. Uh, so, and? so given the reference to firstborns, and? what did I pick? Christmas oh. Vacation. Ah, Batman uh, Returns. Ah, nice, nice, nice. Because how is this a Christmas movie? Yes, because the whole Look movie takes place in Christmas. No, it's literally right. like, just, the whole just thing fucking, is a, it's a Jesus parable. It. Yeah, I, but also just fucking look at it. it yeah. It's the most Christmassy looking thing you'll ever see in your life. It's you know snow coloured. Uh, well, then it, it's like the the Die Hard debate. You know, Die right. Hard. If you're yeah. going to go with it, that Die Hard's a Christmas movie, then you've got to say right. that Batman Returns is a Christmas movie. Mm-hmm. It's the same thing. Unless you're you're saying that it should be called Jingle All the Way or Feature Santa or something. Right. <laughs> which, which is kind uh, of hard. Um, I, hold, hold I was supposed last Damn night. It. What's wrong? Well, no, I was, hold on. Give me two seconds. We're going to get all these people out of the way. Because I lost track of where I was on the list, and I just want to thank everybody. Uh, since, you know, it's getting toward the end of the year here. So, Chris McNichol, John Lamont, John Cairns, John O'Fraser, Scott Garden, Scotty Gibson, Neil Wells, who, of course, gave his slot over to the uh, Sons of Struth youth sides, mm-hmm. David Craig, Ian Mayer, Dale McClatchy, and a cunt who signed in as Basil Faulty. Thank <laughs> you all for supporting the show. Beautiful. And, of course, don't forget uh, copelandstreetwear.co.uk. You're probably right. almost out of time to get shit before Christmas. So go see just, them in order, like You've today. got a few days, but now. fucking do it now. Yeah, do it we now. do have a few days. Do it fucking now. do it now. That's, that's oh, everybody. Right. Can, I just do a, can I just do a quick plug, actually, for the Hartman Hart merch site? Yeah. Um, you're already probably. <laughs> to, I don't deal with it. Colin does, right? Don't fucking complain to me if stuff doesn't arrive. I don't care. <laughs> Colin takes the money off. But if you don't follow Colin, at Colin on Twitter, um then there's nothing to do with me, okay? So if you email me and say, this thing hasn't arrived, then, well, I warned you. I told you right now, if you buy a bit of shite from us this Christmas, that, one, you really shouldn't be relying on a fucking key ring with with our logo on it as your saving Christmas, folks. That's that's (laughs) unlikely to... So are you saying I should get her something else? Yeah, I mean, look... If you want to get, if you want to get somebody a a, a factory made keyring um, with a logo on it, else is as good, bad, or indifferent as anybody else's. But mm-hmm. you know, I I wouldn't use it. But yeah. um, Colin loves my sales pitches. Uh, mm-hmm. If you're going to buy, you know, if you're going to buy some some Rangers tat this year, yeah, go to the club shop or or Coltland Street right. where it's better or crap. Get- or, or, I, or the uh, the famous also they have great sure but they have sure. good stuff they actually yeah. yeah they do yeah, yeah. if yeah. if we have someone from Rangers Media Department and their and their um and their tat sales hmm. can can I just ask on behalf of everyone who may not be watching the game live when I try <sighs> my best I love that. <laughs> when I try my best 
to mute conversations from every Rangers fan I have when I don't go on Twitter and I go about my day, I don't look at my phone, everything's cool, but then I have to check my email. Could I not get the fucking score celebration? No, to no, no. I, I, you you, you don't I, want the uh, the, the one nil late win at Hibbs Castor range? Yeah, email yeah. <laughs> could you? Could yeah. <laughs> You know, and here's the other thing too. When you're scrolling to find like the uh, through through the matches on Rangers TV, I was like, okay, they've got the full match. They don't mention the score, but they do have five fucking goal reels right in front of it. Could you please <laughs> just have a dedicated motherfucking area where you go in and you go, this is the full game. Put the blinders on and watch the goddamn Nick, Grab, Andy, listen. Yes, <laughs> for yeah, the love know, of it- Christ. Well, I, I had that last night. I love um, watching match of the day when I don't know the scores. Oh, yeah. And last Great. night, because Rangers, oh, it's, it's fantastic, best way to do it. Because, like, last night, for example, I didn't know Villa had lost. Yeah, so right. That was nice. That was fun. That's, that's um, so I was sitting, you know, watching last night, and someone comes in and starts chatting about the Merseyside Derby. And it, it did lead to that sort of moral thing of, well, I hadn't said to them to don't. not talk about yeah to not talk about it so is it technically his fault for ruining it and then i had to think about it and i thought yeah because i'm the most important one so fuck them right my weapons <laughs> are, are what, yeah. what we run i was also slightly crabby because as you know i think i'd mentioned this before but long-term listeners will remember how happy i was six months ago when i got tickets for the muppets mm-hmm. and it was yeah. and it was last night um yeah. and i couldn't go because obviously i couldn't have gone anyway because i was ill but um i, I couldn't have gone anyway because Rangers were playing Hibs, and I, my friend Gail, our friend Gail, she yes. she yep. she went and she took her son Isaac, who's fifteen and rather or sixteen and rather brilliantly, he said, "Yeah, I think I'm finally old enough not to cry at the bit we're tiny." <laughs> Good luck. Yeah, that's, that's you know, I'm sure you, you will make it, son. So Gail then had the fucking audacity to put up a, a, a tweet saying. Great seats. And I was like, yes, I know. I paid for the fuckers. <laughs> <laughs> but thanks for that. You know, as, as, as I'm sitting here crab at watching us cluster fuck at the time, now mm-hmm. mill with hibs and be unable right. to put a fucking pass to a guy in a blue shirt. I was not a particularly happy camper. To be fair, she did offer to pay me for them, but it wasn't her fault. I wasn't going. So uh, right. I, I, that leads me actually to an interesting point about etiquette. Because there was a guy on followfollow.com and he asked about this, about certain rules and etiquette. And there are certain social etiquettes, I think, that we mm-hmm. all just grow up with. And I wonder yeah. if we're passing it on to the, the other. So for me, there's a couple of things. Right, one, going to Ibrox, I've got a season ticket, right, which most weeks I don't use because I'm at press. So I'll give it to a friend. Uh, and some friends try to give me money for it and i'm like no i don't i don't want money it's my choice to give you it i've paid for it and i'm not going so please just take it and that was the way i was always brought up you don't ask for money for a season ticket that was just always the way you know like in those kind of situations they usually like get a gift or something or you know like buy a a dinner later or something like that uh, the thing i will do is like i make sure the guy does not want for food or drink during the game take me buy me lunch or whatever but but cool but it was just always the way and i and, and it goes both ways because i have benefited from people saying to me here is a spare for this match if you would like it or you would like to take your dad or whatever mm-hmm. so 
it, it's just a sort of pass it on culture that mm-hmm. I sort of grew up with. But this guy was saying that he bought one of these um, blades, I think they're called, you know, the pour your own beer things. Right. Oh, and, yeah, yeah. yeah. The, the right. Keg. And he said, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he says he'll have, you must fucking hate them, by the way. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I thought, I, I, I thought you guys would be like, you know, bastards come out to a pub. Do you, honestly, look, people can have any number of ways to drink at home. They still go to the bar. <laughs> that's always been the case. That's not the only reason we go to a bar, absolutely. <laughs> um, otherwise, you wouldn't eat stock bottled beers, would you? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but um, yeah, so and he was saying like his friends will come round and they'll have a few drinks and it, it works out at about two pound a pint for him. Yeah. And he was like, should I ask him for money? And now I stopped drinking before this pour your own beer thing became a thing. So I wondered if I was slightly the loop. But my understanding was that when I was growing up and it was always if people are coming round to your house for a party or for a drink up, they bring a carry out. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. You have some stuff in, maybe a couple of bottles yeah. of spirits and, and lager and whatever. Um and everybody can just help themselves, but they leave what they don't drink at the end of the Correct. night. And yes. that's yes. a reward for hosting. Yeah. Um and I wonder, you know, how has it changed? Uh, am I out of the uh, no, it's the children that are wrong. <laughs> no, it's the yes, it's the, no, it's the children <laughs> that are wrong. Um we've got uh uh, uh friends of ours we, that lived just down the street from us. Like they were one of the reasons that we kind of moved where we were because they've got um, three kids and a dog that is best friends with our dog. So they've, they've also got a really nice backyard. So we'll, what we'll do in the winter because it's nice and cold out there and the beer stays cold. We will um, uh, take, we'll have like uh, Friday night beers in their backyard, um, which we were able to do during the pandemic because we were socially distanced and everything was cool. And we just let the dogs play in the backyard. We enjoy a couple of beers and stuff like that, but we brought our own. And so because it was just like a thing before dinner and stuff like that, that is something we would do. But when we are hosting a dinner, my wife just likes to go all fucking out. So like if you're bringing a bottle of wine, know this, it's probably not going to get used because yeah. we've already paired up everything we think is going to go with Whatever it is. So don't well, I mean, take offense like, by it. I mean, if I'm having a cookout, I've already gone and bought like five cases of beer. Yeah, 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 yeah. Bottles of whiskey. Yeah. And, yeah. So, yeah. I mean, like, yeah. bring what I, you know, if you want to bring something to drink it or you want me to try something, that's great. Mm-hmm. But just yeah. be aware, there is more than enough alcohol here. For, oh, like, absolutely. Like a, like a fucking absolutely. battalion to get through. Yeah. Like, yes. See, I, I, I always thought it was like the kind of, I don't know, just, just the, if you're hosting and you choose to host and you invite people, yeah. then... That's, that's a part of it. You equally, that, yeah, exactly. And equally, it sort of behoves on the people who are coming. As I say, they bring, you know, a dozen beers. Mm-hmm. Um, and then whatever doesn't get drunk gets left. And that's their thank you to mm-hmm. you as the host. Um, yeah. And it seems to be a, a kind of a system that worked for years. Similarly with rounds, my wife could never, first wife could never understand this about the round system um, in, the, in the UK, right? That... If I went to the pub with six people or five people, a group of six, that mm-hmm. meant that I was either drinking six or 12 beers, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. I was not having three. It was not possible. It wasn't for several right. reasons. But because as soon as I bought the first round or someone else did, then we're all committing to yeah. buy six rounds yes, you know, and exactly. to, to, buy a, to get a round in. And then if somebody then buys a second round, then we're all you committing back to buy, again. Right. Going back around again. And these are just... Yeah, like these are just, just I thought tenets, unbreakable tenets rules. Of, of life. 
Moses came down with us on a tablet. I'm pretty <laughs> sure. Come down and see. These are the if you look at the back of the by. second tablet, it's actually yeah, number it's 11 on the back. Yeah, yeah, and these, these are your commandments to live by. Turns it around. These are your commandments for a night out. Yeah. <laughs> we, we had a, so like Saturday, Saturday was like a huge event day downtown. We have like this whole downtown winter festival bullshit thing. Sure. Christmas trees get lit. You know, yeah. Santa Claus plays People with the kids. People get lit. Yeah, exactly. So, like, we have a band, right? Um, after all the outdoor festivities were done, that way people could come into the pub and watch music. It was just like a cover band, you know, like a classic rock cover band. But that, that was the crowd we were catering to. But we do this sometimes. We're like, we don't charge a cover. We just up, the, like, it's called event pricing. So you just basically up the price of every drink by a dollar, Right. Right. So I have one guy because he comes in all the time. He's like, well, it's always five dollars. No, it's six. It's like, OK, well, would you rather spend 15 bucks at the door or would you maybe rather have, you know, the usual five drinks that you always have and contribute to the cost of the band? Like, right. which which one would put you off more? Because you're I mean, honestly, you're the kind of guy who's counting a fucking buck here. I'm going to guess you wouldn't have walked in the door in the first fucking place. Right. No. Yeah. No, nope. people are assholes. Well, I was talking people, about a good old boy, Kenny Hassan, who used to be the the World Football Daily host over here. Yes, yeah. yeah. Uh, but you know, it's like the, the the guys who go, oh, I I could I could buy a twelve pack for what it costs for two beers in here. Like, fucking go ahead, go to the store. <laughs> I don't need your fucking money that bad. I promise. Yeah. No, I I. I... Never understood that about walking into a pub and then complaining about the prices. Don't fucking go there, you know. That, exactly. Uh, um, exactly. And there is also a big thing in us, right? I mean, and I, you guys know me, I'm a bit of a pretentious wank, right? You know, mm-hmm. 300 quid on a bathrobe, that kind of shit. Sure you do. So, <laughs> so it's because, you know, it's the whole working class kid, and I've got about a bit of Well, it's, it's also because you don't drink anymore, so you have money to spend on this. Well, kind that's of shit. <laughs> that fucking amazed me. See, when I first stopped drinking, right? Um, <laughs> Because after about three months, I looked at my bank and I was like, holy shit, where's all this coming from? Yeah. And it was only, you know, when I sat down with Sally, she went, well, yeah, you're not out every night. I was like, ah, it seems so simple looking back. But right. we we would go to a bar and it would be, at the time, this is like 15 years ago, you know, £6 for a pint. Now, you're choosing to drink in there to say, yep. hey, look, I can afford this. That's why you're doing it. That's the yep. sole mm-hmm. fucking reason. Because their six pound pint doesn't taste any better than the four pound or three fifty one down the road. You're just right. being a dick for being a dick's sake. But if you were to walk in there and go fucking hell, six pound a pint, you're a wank. That's yep. just automatic. Don't fucking go there then. There's plenty mm-hmm. of places you can go and get. A I, much I, I will drink. say that there are some situations where that response, at least internally, is okay. I don't think you should ever express it, you know, to the people around. But, like, you know, if, if you're meeting with a friend at a place you've never been. I've, I've, oh, God. I remember a buddy of mine is a lawyer in the city, right? Oh, boy. And so, I mean, he's he's set, you know. And it's like, meet me at this bar. I got great whiskey. But I was like, cool. And, I mean, you know, I know in Chicago it's going to cost more. But I ordered two old fashions, right, which out here, a good old fashioned that at worst will set you back like $14. Okay. Mm-hmm. For a good one, like top shelf. Good shit. Mm. I got my tab for two drinks. It was 88 bucks. And there I was like, Whoa. what in the fuck? Yep. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> so we have uh, a place like that in Toronto. It's called bar chef. Okay. 
And if you want pretension, oh, goodness, dearie me. <laughs> they have it in space. It is. So you don't go there for a drink, lads. No, 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 no. <laughs> you go there for an experience. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And yeah. so what they do and if it, and trust me, this is not everyone's cup of tea. But if you're into it, if you're into sort of sensory experience around a uh, a food and beverage uh, 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 moment, then by all means, this is your thing and you're going to pay for it. But this is what they do. They have drinks that are set up that uh, have a. Like in some cases, it's like they want to bring you into a forest. So they have like kind of fresh kind of pine needly type yeah, type yeah, drinks yeah. if you're into that sort of thing. And they bring it out in like this this huge tray that's got like a lot of greenery in it. So it smells like cedars and stuff like that. My they wife had one random shit. on Yes. Fire. Yeah. <laughs> so my my wife had one that was like a kind of a coffee based uh, uh, drink. But it it came with like this 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 um, leather um, serving tray and there was like cocoa tobacco style, like kind of like gumdrops that you kind of ate while you did it. So it really so brought it you into like, like a den. Kind of yes, thing. it was like yeah. that. I got a uh, smoked old fashioned and yep. it came in this glass cloche that was clouded. It looked like an yep. alien's helmet. And yeah. then you open it up and there's this huge, like perfectly spherical ball of ice in this, on this old fashioned 50 bucks. Yeah. And it's like, but that's what, but that's what you're, that's the experience. See, see, that but you're that's going like, I, I, cause like, I mean, I was, I've been to those places where you're doing mm -hmm. the show and like, I've worked, I've worked at places where you do yeah. stuff like that. Oh, but this here's place, the thing. This place was just an old fashioned, right? It's four ingredients. I mean, it's yeah. whiskey, bitters, sugar, and, and the citrus peel. Yeah. Right. That's yeah. all, that's all they were doing at this place. They weren't yeah, like yeah. fucking, I, there was no show. It was just a no, bar. No, 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 no. And it was right. $44. But the, but the, 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 so in our party, we had uh, a lot of people who were kind of foodies and two people who kind of weren't. Uh, and the husband of the guy is like, we're going around, going around. We're going like, are we all in on this? Yes, let's do it. And we're hitting the drinks. I'll have the pine one. I'll have the, the, the library one. I'll have the one that, that smells like the ocean. I'll have the smoke. And they get to this guy, a bottle of Stella, please. And you could just see this, the waiter <laughs> deflate <laughs> like that. My, uh, but, but here's the thing too. It's also about quality ingredients, right? So like my, my wife came home from work one night. This is when we we're in Toronto. And she had had uh, she had had work drinks afterwards. I was at home. I was getting dinner ready, and so she because uh, I knew she had like meetings all day, and then they were going out and having a beverage. And then so I had walked the dog. Dinner was all ready. She walks in through the door, and she's she's got a couple under her belt, which is kind of nice. I always like seeing my wife just a little bit tippy because it's fun. And uh, she co she comes in through the door. You know, it's not she's not like the angry drunk that's like, where's my fucking dinner and throwing a shoe at me? Like she's always like, hey, guess what I did today? I saw people. It's like, okay, cool. And so she she uh, came to me and said, um, uh, I just had the best drink tonight. And I went, okay. As soon as as soon as we have something cool in the outside world, we try and replicate it in the house. It's like, okay, do you remember what the recipe is? She goes, yes. I'm like, okay, mm -hmm. here we go. And I get out the piece of paper and the pen. I go, okay, start firing them at me. And uh, she goes, okay, starts with lot 40 rye. And I go, premium rye, absolutely. We have it in house. We're already good. Okay. And uh, she goes, next ingredient oh, is wow. ginger beer. It's like ginger beer. Okay, I can get it. I know the exact one we need to do. A lot of my friends of Jamaican heritage st stand by this one particular ginger beer. We got it. Okay, what's next? She goes, and that's it. And I went, oh, congratulations. You had a rye and ginger. That's uh, exactly <laughs> what you had. And she's like, no, no, but it was so good. I says, yes, sweetheart, it's premium ingredients. It's okay. It's great. It's, yes. Yeah, it, 
Yeah, look, it, it's about, as I say, being able to, to just, you go there to be seen there, to say you've done it, restaurants are the same, and that's entirely why people do it. It's not anything to do with, you know, don't go in and complain about it to the bar staff. It's like, well, I right. could get this. I could get this. I, I, well, I mean, there, there, there's literally, there's a nice bar <laughs> right across the street from mine where the same beer is like $5 more. Mm-hmm. And sometimes I go sit there and have one. <laughs> you know, it reminds I mean, that's me it. a bit of, it reminds me a wee bit of that Eddie Murphy sketch where he's like, Mom, can we have McDonald's? She said, oh, hey, yeah, no, yeah, make yeah. a burger home. And it's like, you know, okay. no, it's not the fucking thing. Okay, I'm going to stop you right there. It's not a sketch. Sketches are done on SNL. That's a bit uh, or a joke. It's, it's a, please, it's for the a love bit, of Christ. Look at destroying comedy, but, you know, rules take, are rules. Comedy used to be fun before you got a hold of it. Sure did. No wonder, sure no did. fucking wonder spot, no fucking wonder Spotify kicked you lot off. I know, I know. Uh, well, actually, it's it. not considered a sketch or a bit. I'm going to go and listen to Joe Rogan telling me to inject my asshole with, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. a supplement that he sells because oh. it's safe. Than... Speak, speaking of listeners, because I, w- I wanted to get this in. I uh, So when I opened up my Spotify, you're not getting paid, but here's some neat stats. Um, mm-hmm. My album Butterflies, which uh, which oh. which hit number one on iTunes, it's on SiriusXM now, was listened to in 14 countries. Very nice. nice. That's pretty cool. So thank you, Canada, U.S., uh, U.K., um, Ireland, uh, and then we had Malta, the Maldives, St. Kitts, not Nevis, uh, the Marshall Islands, Liechtenstein, San Marino, uh, Tuvalu, uh, Nauru, never heard of you, Monaco, and one guy in the Vatican City. So thank you very much, Your Holiness. So expect a tour soon. Our number six country for this show is Luxembourg, which I um, – yeah. I'm like get, right, get right behind, right behind uh, the Republic of Ireland. So yes. there you go. Well, we're a broad church. Get friendly with a guy from Monaco, Todd. Oh yeah, he is a guy to he is a guy to know. I yeah, would suggest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> actually, if you he could go ahead and share our contact details with him, that yeah, would tell be, him that we're, that would be, be ideal. Bang up for you know, <laughs> right, right. a trip to Monte Carlo. Um, uh-huh. I got my. I don't put. Heartland stuff on Spotify. I think we are there, but I think it's the production company that, that put it on yeah. there, the free show stuff. So I don't get the, the stuff. I just get the, you know, your year, what you've been listening to thing. Through. I guess. And um, the, the, a few of the podders were going, oh, look, I listened to, you know, 26,000 minutes and, you know, oh my God, 15,000 minutes. I'm such a big music fan. Your old dad comes in, 53,000 minutes. Stick it up your fucking arse. No. How, do you, how, do you, how do you manage to do that? And I was like, ah, because I don't watch TV very much. So, right, some of us are more cultured than that and like to listen to music. Um, but I'm in the top 0.1% of uh, old Derry fans. <laughs> nice. Which I think, you know, because at first I thought it said top 1%. I was like, that's cool. It's top 0.1%. And I was like, well, they should send me something, you know, like a gift of some sort, I think. Because mm-hmm. any money they do make from Spotify is, is clearly me. Um, right. and, I, and I always <laughs> buy their albums as well. Just to, oh, right. I, I can't believe we've got this long into it. Have we watched any of Get Back yet? No. No, I still uh, haven't. Wow. Well, okay. So, well, I mean, hold on. I mean, horribly busy all weekend mm-hmm. to the point where, like, I mean, I didn't sleep between Saturday and Sunday, really. Well, that gave you more time to do it then. Uh, no, because I, I didn't sleep because I was working. Um, 
But no, th- thankfully I'm off. Like I've only got to finish up tonight and tomorrow night, and I've got all weekend free, and uh, all the Christmas decorating's done. Uh, I don't have to go to work, so the plan is to get you know a couple nice bottles of wine and sit here mm-hmm. and watch that. Perfect. Uh, in the, six consecutive hours or however long it is, I don't know. Well, because I want us to get a lot of content out of this, we'll come back to it when you two have watched it. But I will start. I will start this off. I haven't finished it either, actually, right? Because I okay. It's nine hours, right? Okay, and I don't. Want, I, I, okay, right. I, I well, eight and a, a good bit. I didn't right. want to to binge. I want to you know have. A half an hour most nights all through December. I love this time of year and having some special. Like that's pretty cool. And uh, so pop on the first episode. Firstly, it looks fucking amazing. Right, I I had the I original. Say that. I mean, it's, yeah, yeah. It's cool. I I had a bootleg of the original because like, it wasn't available for years. Yeah. So in the nineties, I had a bootleg VHS of it, and you know you can imagine it yeah. being obviously recorded off a recording of a recording of. Um, so it just looks spectacular. And secondly, the amount that you get, you two have both been in bands, right? Oh, yeah. Yep. No. Well, no, but definitely. you've been around the creative process, but oh, I, yeah, I know yeah, a lot yeah. of our listeners hand. And the first thing that it will remind everybody, you, you do need, by the way, if anyone's wondering, oh, I'm not a huge Beatles fan, should I watch this? No, you shouldn't. There are right. interesting things in it, but um, you really need to be a super Beatles fan, I think, to because yeah. you've got to be fascinated by the process. And yes. what it will remind you of, especially Shane, is how fucking boring rehearsals are Oh, okay. <laughs> when, yeah. when there are four, four or five of you and two of them are working on something a lot and you're just fucking sat there waiting <laughs> to be involved in it. Um, yeah. The other thing about it is really interesting is I think I always had in my head that George was this slightly diffident, you know, slightly more cynical, bit cooler than the rest of them. And what becomes very apparent very quickly is that actually, no, he doesn't have a lot of confidence and he's desperate oh. for the approval of John and Paul, who are who clearly can never get past seeing him as their little brother, you know, yeah. and right. the, the younger one in the group. So well, he when, was, Didn't he just turn 16 when he joined the I think he was 14. And, yeah, yeah, okay. Think, yeah, I don't yeah. know. He was, he was a, a good few years younger than the rest. Yeah. But He's sitting at one point and he's talking about, yeah, yeah, I've got some songs. And and you can tell that John and Paul are just thinking, oh, here's George with one of his wee songs, right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, he's going, yeah, I've got, and I felt like the last album, which would be the White Album, that was the first one I really got involved in, you know? And he's desperately looking at Paul for approval. And Paul just kind of looks at him and goes, yeah. And then just moves on. And I was like, wow, yeah, that yeah, fucking yeah. brutal. That was just <laughs> savage, man. And it, you know, it is quite clear. And the other thing about it, which is not referred to, I fucking love this. See, at the start of it, it being Disney, a warning comes up saying it contains scenes of smoking. Oh, right? good lord. Yeah, 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 yeah. Which it does quite a lot, right? Um, they don't mention contains hours of John Lennon smacked out of his tits on heroin. <laughs> <laughs> And they don't mention that once, right? <laughs> there is a little bit when John, when Paul, he's going, oh, man, I need a fix. I'm sick. And Paul's like, cameras are on. You know what I mean? Yeah. There is that. But generally speaking, however, after making that joke, which I did, right, and I made it to you guys, and I think I put it on Facebook, and, you know, very pleased myself. 
holy fuck did I want a cigarette watching this. I bet you did. <laughs> oh my god, did I want a cigarette watching this. And I'll be like, I, I've given up alcohol, I've given up drugs in my life. The hardest thing out of all of those I found to give up was, was cigarettes, right? And, right? and maybe I technically haven't because I still vape. Um, uh, so I'm still clearly addicted to nicotine. Right. Uh, but I found smoking really hard, multiple attempts. Booze, once I decided to kick it, I kicked it. Drugs, once I decided to kick it, I kicked it. It wasn't easy, but I did it, right? Cigarettes, I went back fuck knows how many times. Yeah. I, you're sitting watching them, these very cool people, smoking very coolly, and just looking <laughs> yeah. fucking fun. And I will always be a sucker for when a musician is smoking, sticks mm-hmm. a cigarette in the tuning at the head of the guitar and then he's playing and occasionally reaching i will always always go for that or or or, or when you got you know like the the jimmy page just constantly Mm -hmm. with a cigarette hanging somehow yeah on his lower lip the entire thing playing absolutely the keith richard (laughs) yeah so you've got these phenomenally cool people Mm -hmm. they look amazing they're in these wonderful Carnaby Street clothes, which probably even at the time cost right. silly amounts of money. And I was sitting going, man alive, I could fucking <laughs> murder. <laughs> well, I, I genuinely, I even contemplated, and you know, this is big for me, putting on my shoes and going to the garage across the road and buying a pack. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I, had, I, I, I had that with, um, I, I can't remember which of the, I think it was the, the Napper, if I got that movie right, the second one that came after Commitments. No, I don't know. Is that the one? It's 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 about uh, one of the girls has a baby out of wedlock, and um, and uh, there's a there's an entire birthing scene where the father of the of the the girl having birth um, drops her off at the hospital, and then he sneaks across to the pub to to have a pint, Mm. and it's just this cross cut of her going through labor, them gradually pouring a Guinness. And it's just just so <laughs> extrapolated, just like, and you just see him drumming his fingers on the on the on the counter of the bar, licking his lips, and she's like, ah, you know, it's like, you know, and eventually, you know, the the baby pops out at the same time he takes that <laughs> Guinness, and uh, and I um I turned to my buddies after the movie was done, I was like, so who needs a pint? It's like every <laughs> single one of us. Uh. No, I'm all right. I can watch. Uh, I can watch. You know, people drinking. I can watch, and I'm totally fine. And when it came up at the start, and it's like continuously this, I was like, "Fuck, I smoking." You know, oh, stupid thing to have a warning about. But my <laughs> God, uh, the other thing, just when you mentioned Guinness, and I've spoken about this before, like Guinness Zero Point Zero, which yeah, so waiting. fantastic. Well, yeah. over here, it has become like the way that cigarettes are currency in prison. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> Guinness 0.0 has become like that. It's like there are online clubs of people who say, you can get it here! And then you know people shoot over there and buy it, and then they go, sold out! And, and it, it has become this thing. My dog walker arrived today, and he said, oh, I found something in Asda, and I bought you the, the, the 16 cans. That was all that was there. Yeah. And uh, I could I could have kissed them, and it's like this stuff has become currency over here. Like, oh, can I have some of it? No. What my dad? My dad said, Oh, can I have some of it? No. 
And he's like, why not? I said, because you can drink the real stuff, and I can't. And he said, but I don't want to drink the real stuff. I'll get drunk. And I was like, well, right. boo fucking who for you? But you can't. <laughs> you, you, you're not getting my baby Guinness because it's you know if there, if there was a lake of this stuff, Dad, I would invite you to dive into it. But there isn't, so you can fuck off. And I don't care that you're the man that gave me life, brought me up, and gave me a strong moral center. Um, you're not getting one of these. I will give you money to go and buy real Guinness, but no. Um, so of course yeah. then Sally went fucking gave him some. So. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Women. Uh, before we get to the questions, I did have a couple of people reach out very uh, quickly here, and I'm going to explain this in like 35 seconds because that's about all, all right. the time it takes. Major League Baseball is about to go through a uh, I don't know what you want to call it a work stoppage labor situation uh-huh. because right. so so well not see this is the thing right it's not a strike because much like all the other ones it's really a lockout because the owners it's a lockout yes it's the owners and, and the and the funny thing was yesterday was like the deadline for them so I mean the the players are all part of a union it's one of the more powerful unions in the country they were you know, negotiating with the owners they spent seven minutes. At the negotiating table yesterday before they all walked out. So there's a very good <laughs> chance. Very Manage, good chance the management and transigent start uh, yes. on time is all I can tell you. And blame, don't blame the millionaires who actually do the thing on the field that you like to watch. Yeah. Blame the billionaires for whom this is like a luxury, massive profit-making investment that takes no risk at all other than having your dad's money in the first place. Mm-hmm. That's uh, that's all I can tell you how to deal with yep. that one. Oh, Stu wants to know, would Alan Thompson's tears sell for <laughs> more than his jacket? <laughs> there are certain things in life that you you can't do if you're in the public eye. Okay. Right. Now I'm 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 very 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 minorly in it. Right. There are a, mm-hmm. a small group of people in Scotland who know who I am. Okay. Yes. A very tiny tiny amount of people, and I wouldn't sell my jacket on Twitter. <laughs> no. Right? Because I would look like Alan Thompson, really. Mm-hmm. And why he thought it would be a good idea for him to. To do that, stick it on eBay, Alan. Hey, I know. Hey, nobody need know. Knows. Yeah, right. nobody need know. But he's he's a very damaged individual. I think. Well, yeah, as, as, as we all. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. As I as I was going through the stories, I went, "Ooh, this guy is broken. He's oh, yeah. shattered." Oh, it's sixteen how, years. It's how great though? Yeah, I mean, we didn't go into enough detail on this at the start. How great was that? It's like, oh, it hurts. It hurts more than anything. Uh, and you're like, 16 years and they oh. still have it. Because it we thought at the time, you know, this has broken them. Um, yeah. And it clearly did. And yeah. it's, Well, I mean, I like, him, him and Sutton, I mean, you, you know, yeah. good God. They wake up in the middle of the night <laughs> thinking. Also, Celtic, yeah. if you ever noticed this, I've got a really weird thing about people celebrating against yeah. them. They're yeah. fine when they do it. They're allowed. Yeah. No, celebrate. that's fine. That's well, see, I do it. He's like, it's, it's like Scott McDonald just won the league. It's like, well, he had for something <laughs> yeah. else. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. It, it, it's just, it's just bizarre. It's like, you know, they say it was a lack of respect. What? What for fucking respect are you owed? Yeah, yeah exactly. exactly. They had just beaten you. So first of all, they don't owe you any fucking respect right. because they're better than you. Um, mm-hmm. But secondly, team at home win important match after being a goal down with five minutes to go. They were yeah. excited and they celebrated. Yes. Um, so 
and like Scott McDonald is a Celtic supporter, so I, I hardly think he was charging about. They're going, yeah, I've won the league for Rangers. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was, it was just they just cannot. Ha- they can give it out, but they can't take it, and that no, is exactly. Celtic's mantra since eighteen eighty eight. Uh oh, Stu, Stu does have a follow up here. Best squad number for God in our team. Now he's a confirmed bear. Well, it's obviously eleven because that's what number he wore. So why is he a confirmed bear now? Well, well, because well, Alan Thompson because because Marvin Andrews uh, uh, had said that God was uh, on our yeah. side, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, and yeah, if anybody I, knows, Big Marv knows. I mean, see, that's... <laughs> this this probably says about my religiosity. But see, when you said God and then mm-hmm. the number, I did assume you were talking about Loudrop. Yeah, that's what I thought too. I don't think well, you mean it. But... Well, I, I honestly, it took me like eight times reading the uh, yeah. The, the question to finally get it. I, well, so in my in my head, and this is really just kind of going back to my schooling, I, I would picture like him kind of, you know, putting the shoes on and uh, get getting his shirt from from Jimmy Bell and just says God on the back um, with a with zero mm-hmm. written on it. And uh, just, you know, him lacing up his boots and, and uh, you know, you got the uh, tavernier beside him just kind of lacing up and they're like you know going for a curry afterwards oh yeah i love curry blah, blah, blah. and just him turning to god and saying i have to ask you why zero and he just goes oh it's the middle number and then he just walks out it's- <laughs> i i would say that god would have to have on his back forty six ten, which is a psalm and it says be still and know that i am god ah uh, yeah no that's a good one uh, uh, how, how good was that uh that, that- Jimmy Bell Dutch video that whoever oh. the hell wrangled that up. <laughs> Did you guys see that one? No, what's this? Oh, so it was Arthur he was walking around with, whoever the host is, is walking mm-hmm. around with Newman. And, uh, you know, he goes in and Jimmy Bell's there. He's sitting there. He's folding the kits. He's getting them set out. And, uh, you know, the host asks him in this broken Dutch English, you know, mm-hmm. where does Arthur sit? Points right there. And he says something else. He's like, how about Gio? So. Geo Geo sits under the queen. Ah. <laughs> so, yep. Absolutely. Uh, Geo sits under the queen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if that isn't if that isn't an omen. I, I, <laughs> I, I forget who the hell. Somebody said that Twitter though. We need like a five hour RTV Jimmy Bell doc when he does hang him up finally here. Jesus. That's uh, that's, that's a must have. Right. Uh, no, I think Jimmy... we need a I think we need a two or three pints Jimmy Bell. <laughs> that's what I think we need. No, it's uh, the the thing I liked about Jimmy Bell is the photograph somebody has of the first day of Steven Gerrard and he's growling at him. Oh and yeah, the first, yeah. The first like, day of who, Giovanni. Who let this else fucking? He let this guy <laughs> and, and, and Giovanni. He's beaming, and that just made me think Gio's going to be a huge success. Also, Gio's song is too good for him yes. not to yeah. be a success. Yes, that it song is. is. Someone said to me on Twitter on Sunday night after the Libby game, what's the song that they're singing? What are the lyrics? And I said, it's uh, Gio, 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 Giovanni, 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 Van Bronckhorst. And the guy went, no, really, what are the lyrics? Ah. I was like, Those are the lyrics. I wasn't taking the mess, mate. That's, no, no. that's what it is, okay? So, you say, well, I mean? yeah, so yeah, on the topic of songs here, Mark wants to know, you think of a uh, Big Marv and Fashion Junior did a song for Christmas? It would cure COVID through pure positive vibes. Yes, that boy smiled. Yes, <laughs> I tried to figure out the lyrics of the uh, Fashion Sakala song, and uh, even with the lyrics on, 
I'm st- I, I I can I can get to uh the chorus, but I can't anything else. It's it's fun. I, I, I can get to he comes from Zambia. Yeah, and yeah. I don't <laughs> and I just I just wait for that bit to come round. Does it does he come I, from I, Zambia? I, 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 I was I, unclear. Does, he comes he comes, he, he comes from, from Zambia? Zambia? Okay. He comes from Zambia, and it was Livingston at the weekend when he came on, yeah. right? And they had the camera on him waiting on the touchline, and you could hear the like over the TV, you could hear him singing. And when it got to that point, he just looks down at the away end with the biggest fucking smile. Uh, <laughs> he's a lovely just... guy. He was doing the press conference the other day, and he's the nicest, kindest, most polite footballer I've ever had any interaction with. And honestly, you're just please be a success because there are people who deserve yeah. it in life and he's one of them. He yeah. is. He's looking pretty goddamn good lately. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Sorry, where's he from again? He's from Zambia. Okay, I see. I think I heard that in the song. Uh, Gavin wants also, to know. Also, sorry, see, just before we move on about Geo, yeah. um, yeah. <laughs> I've just had my email through about when the press conference is tomorrow and it's 2.30. And that is now the... Well, every press conference that Giovanni has held since he arrived has been in the afternoon. So clearly he prefers to do his press conferences after training. Mm-hmm. He is so much better than Steven Gerrard. <laughs> <laughs> With his fucking 9 a.m. and 8.30 a.m. press conferences. Can I just, uh, I just want to go on the record right now to my thanks to Giovanni Van Bronckhorst for taking into consideration that I don't want to get up at that time and <laughs> just a much more civilized time. To have a I, mean, I mean, to be fair, I could actually be up in time for one of those now. <laughs> That's yeah. More, uh, more than welcome to yeah, um, maybe, maybe you know, sometime. People, people criticize you though. If you don't, if you don't ask them questions like why didn't we win six nil? You useless Dutch bastard. I just, I just uh, want to know about the shoes. We got, we got to work on the shoes. I'm not going to ask him about the fucking shoes. <laughs> okay? No, I know where I stand on this. Yes, we don't need to do four four twos in the wartime using a fifty pound ball. Times change. <laughs> Times change. Yeah, I like his shoes, and I, I, I think he, I think he looks very stylish. I mean, honestly, yeah. yeah, he looks pretty smart. He does right. Uh, Gavin Riddick wants to know now. That we, <laughs> you, you guys didn't catch it, so I did a live curl pod Sunday right. before the match. I just hopped on and talked to a bunch of people and thanks to everybody. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, again, we hopped, and we had fun. Yeah, did you yeah, usual good. with me of of giving me a full what? Ooh, sixty oh, seconds. Not, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, so we, Gavin Riddick. Now we now we found out Shane's cleaner at the bar uses a leaf blower as part of her daily routine. What's the mm-hmm. strangest alternative use for something that you all have? I did not know she did this. She literally brings in a leaf blower. And blows all the refuse to one corner of the bar. It's brilliant. It's I was never thinking of doing that. It is good. No. I hope <laughs> it's battery powered because otherwise the car. It, 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 it plugs in. It plugs in. Okay, good. It plugs in. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, it's absolute fucking genius. Brilliant. Yeah. Um, Sally and I are actually pretty good for that. Uh, if we have a thing in our house that needs a solution, we just do it rather than than fuck about. And as I mentioned before on here, my garage is just like the house of everything you need. So, for instance, I was going to the game on Sunday. I had to get up early to, to go and meet Martin, who was driving me through. Uh, and I thought, I'll take a coffee with me because, you know, everything's closed on a Sunday in Scotland. So yeah. I went to I went to get, take a travel mug and I thought, hmm, I'm going to have to carry this travel mug around with me and bring it home on the train and everything. So I said to Sally, have we got any takeaway cups? 
And of course we had. Right, because why? Why wouldn't we? And I went out to the, I went out to the garage, and in the garage there were takeaway cups with the little plastic things. We've got a full, what I can only describe as a catering setup. There are boxes nice. with um, uh, sauce sachets. Mm-hmm. Um, there are, you know, those little milks that come in cartons. Yep. Oh yeah. 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 Milk. Yeah. We have got. We've got that. We've got those, right? I was like, the woman's a fucking genius. Just mm-hmm. anything you might need for any fucking purpose, Sally will buy and stick mm-hmm. in the garage on the grounds that one day we might need it. Exactly. Um, so, uh, no, I, I I, I took my car. And I'm sitting on the train. The guy went, oh, or I'm sitting waiting to get on the train. The guy went, because the wee booth was closed. He went, can I ask where you got that? And I said, actually, I brought it from home. <laughs> I, my, my smugometer. Oh man! See, see that I like this. I'm I'm terrible about taking like thermoses or water bottles to work, mm-hmm. and then you know before I know <laughs> it, I have many many <laughs> more of them at work than I have at home. Like right now, I'm using one of hers, um, right? Which is which is green. So no, I'm, see, I'm not. Look, Look at Not what you're reduced at this situation. Yeah. No, yeah. this is the thing, and, and I, I suppose the argument is that well, it's not good for the environment, and I mean that is true. But as I, I, I don't give a fuck about the environment, right? I never have, and I never will. Um, I'm going to die before the planet does, therefore I don't care. Mm-hmm. So, or 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 I'm going to die when the planet does, therefore I don't care. Um, so. I don't give a fuck, you know, about my little plastic. And I've never driven, so I figure I'm owed quite a lot in terms of the old car. Ah, <laughs> uh, see, we got two left, two left here, quick. Let's, uh, sorry yep. for everybody. I'm not going to get two, but as usual, you know. Uh, Scotia ADS, what's better, Kirby Enthusiasm or Seinfeld? Carb. <sighs> Proviso on Curb. Uh, only because I've already seen um, uh, basically all of the Seinfeld episodes. So, and and to be fair, some of them are great, and a, a lot of them do not carry forward. I don't need to hear "No Soup for You" ever again. Like, like basically every good line from Seinfeld is now being used uh, by the guys who have. Oh, you got you got to watch me. I got a six sense of humor. It's like, oh, so you're mm. just gonna quote, you know, the knights who say knee all day. I get you. <laughs> um, curb, but here's the thing: I cannot stand his buddy there, Jeff Garland. I just he fucking gives me a rash. Yeah. I just <laughs> every fucking time I see Jeff Garland, I just oh, fuck this guy. But yeah, yeah. yeah. I, uh, I I'm not as you know, and I won't. You know, sitting rant about it this week, but I'm not a big Seinfeld fan anyway. I do like her, but I can't sit and watch hours of it because my toes break. Which is, of course, you know what the that that's, that, that's what it's point. about. Yeah, yeah, no, exactly, yeah. and and I totally understand that. It's just a personal thing. I can watch Curb and go, that is absolute genius. But mm. I like I like warmer comedy. That's why I love Cheers and Frasier and stuff. I like well, the Curb is nihilistic. You know, Curb is... Well, well, I mean, Seinfeld was... I think the thing is, like, Curb over the whole run is better, but Seinfeld, I mean, if you hack off those first three seasons where they were trying to figure out what to do, uh, Seinfeld's peaks are much higher than Curb's. Um, And even after Larry left, 
Like I've been watching season eight, which is the the, the first season after. Like some of those are some of the best episodes uh, of the show I, because they just had such a cohesive writing team built into it. That even when he walked away, they're like, "Eh, we'll be fine. Fuck it." <laughs> like, mm-hmm. yeah, I, I I think that it, it is just a matter of personal taste. Like, um, yeah, they're both great. I, okay. I, I think, though, it's why I prefer The Office to Curb, because I think the, the, the original, the UK Office, um, you know... Yeah, you, you didn't one, need to qualify that, because he no, the, ones, yeah. Yeah, yeah the, the real one. Um, because it, it it's not as difficult, I think, to write, as I say, that sort of nihilistic comedy where there mm-hmm. is never... To, to, to do something like The Office and make David Brent a sympathetic character, which he does, and yeah. to make you care about the people in that office which yeah. you really shouldn't have and and mm-hmm. you know that they're, they're making an arse of themselves every single day and they're doing stupid things and and yet you care about them and i think mm-hmm. that's well, a see, remarkable I, I, achievement i i think in that regard curves a lot more like extras than yeah yeah mm-hmm. which i i, I love read extras but. yeah oh it's brilliant it's brilliant. Yeah. And it also contains uh, the Scottish actor, the late Scottish actor Gerald Kelly. Uh, Kelly. Um, do you remember the episode where she plays uh, Maggie's Maggie's friend's oh, gay yeah, dad? Yeah. yeah. Right. Oh. Yeah. Um, and he was with a, the, the greatest over actor in that <laughs> Scottish <laughs> tradition of completely over saying every single <laughs> syllable. Was that, was that the guy who played Bunny? Yes. Yeah. Okay. He was in Some a little a, bastard dick my watch. He fucking he stole that fucking watch. show. Just he was, my favorite favorite moment of him. I just want this on a roll. Cock 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 cock. Perfect. He, he was in that. There was a comedy show in the eighties, which unfortunately also launched Elaine C. Smith. Uh, in Scotland called City yeah. Lights and every Scottish listener here put this in the comments or tweet us about it they will all remember this and it was where the phrase pure dead brilliant came from and uh, you know in the 80s Scotland didn't do very much in terms of TV there were four channels etc right um, and, and just everybody in Scotland watched it right it just was one of those things everybody knew so they were enormous stars in Scotland and completely unknown anywhere else in the UK Um and I hadn't seen it for years and years and years. And I went back and watched an episode of it about a year ago during lockdown. It is absolutely fucking awful. Not only should we not, not only should we not get independence, we we should be a penal state. You know, what I mean, we should we should we we some of our crimes in Scotland against art is absolutely for. And I, and I hate to say it, but you know, Gerard Kelly, Elaine C. Smith. Celtic fans. I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm just saying. Yes. And it took the internet to come about, and they're letting the likes of us onto the air for Scotland to suddenly start producing, you know, stuff that didn't make you want to die in the the seat that you're sitting in. But and, he was brilliant. Uh, he was brilliant. Hey, Todd, Todd, uh, D- Dale uh, McClatchy here, who I believe yes. is from the area. I believe it's he from is. your area. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, why, why, why don't you tell a story about Joe from your show on Friday oh, night? Oh, dearie me. So, <laughs> um, so uh, Dale, by the way, is a member of the Ottawa uh, Rangers Supporters Club, which I'm now a member of. So, uh, Hi, Dale. Dale. Thank, yeah. hey, Dale. Hi, Dale. Thank you. Thank you for hanging me up on this one. So, um, <laughs> so I was I was uh, hosting this week, compare to, to some of you, and um, uh, I do the thing where you've got to go into the audience and um, here's a, a behind the scenes thing 
for 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 everyone. When a, when a host at a at a comedy show or a show in general just says, "Do we have anyone celebrating anything tonight?" And you go, oh, it's my birthday, or it's an anniversary, or I just got divorced, like whatever the fuck it is for you. <laughs> um, we are doing that not because we give one rat's about it. <laughs> we are doing that to burn the gas out of you so you don't sit there through three quarters of the way through the headliner set when you're eight pints in and then suddenly realize, hey, no one acknowledged that it's my day today. And then you go, hey, wait a second. Um, uh, nothing, nothing is worse. Nothing is worse, I'm going to say, than uh, drunk women who haven't had their birthday acknowledge, acknowledged. It is it is right up there with as soon as you walk in and you see the fleet of women with penis tiaras on, you just go, yeah. oh, good God, we are in for a slaughter. <laughs> so... Uh, so I did the, Hey, let's, let's burn the gas off of the water and let's see, let's, let's, let's get back to normal here. Is anyone celebrating anything? So Joe, uh, puts up his hand and I go birthday. And normally I can, I can tell something's wrong. It's like, normally the people, when you say, Hey, we got to celebrate anything. It's everyone else at the table that goes, yeah, it's their birthday. Ooh, and they're like, yeah. Oh no, no, no. Joe went right here. So I'm like, okay, here we go. So uh, I'm talking to Joe and I'm just, you know, the, I'm doing my crowd work. So I'm like, you know, ask a question. Whoever it is says something back. I come up with comedic brilliance and we move on. Yes. And uh, I say, Joe, did you get anything uh, for your birthday? Uh, and he said, uh, I was supposed to get a blowjob <laughs> right beside. He didn't get it. He was supposed to get one right beside his wife. <laughs> who is now doing the, oh, goodness, dearie me, like the, yeah. oh, oh, he's such a naughty boy, such a naughty boy. So obviously the crowd found this a bit amusing. So I just get to mug a little bit and pass that off as comedic genius. And uh, we we carry on a bit and he's still going on about this blowjob that he never got. What? And, uh, and, and, and his wife. So I ended up talking to the wife. I go, is this true? And she's like, yes, I like, well, Joe, maybe tonight. Who knows? Um, I just like I, to think that I was part on. of it. Yes. yes that, that's, your, that's your interaction with me over Joe. Yeah, that's it. We're <laughs> done. So what happened? So then I ask afterwards, hey, is anyone else celebrating anything? Or is everyone just like, fuck that. I'm not getting the Joe treatment. And everyone just, <laughs> yep. And I literally had people coming up to me afterwards going, it's my 70th. I went, well, you did very well not to make that known. You know, happy, <laughs> happy birthday is like a couple of people were celebrating things. And then Joe was downstairs with his wife playing pool. And so as a birthday gift, I gave them both my albums. So it's like, there you uh, go. I, it's like, I said, it's not a blowjob. It's not yeah. a blowjob. It is. Yeah. But they yeah. do suck. Ah! Yeah. Ah! God damn it. 14 countries. God damn it. <laughs> oh, man. All right. That will do it again. Thanks, everybody. Sending questions. Uh, let's rifle through this shit here. <laughs> Uh, support the show. Just go to uh, anchor.fm uh, slash crowpod. There's a support button. Or you can click on the links in the notes for this episode. It's very easy to do. You don't have to do it, obviously. Everybody gets the show for free. But we are very thankful to uh, all of our supporters. So, uh, Todd, you can find at heyitstva.com. Find him on Twitter at heyitstva. Thank you, Todd. 
pleasure as always. Uh, it looks like just corporate shows right now, but there are some online shows coming up. We're just finalizing the next write them up online. Uh, and we actually are going to go to an online comedy club for that one. So it's going to be huh. fun. Yeah. All right. Well, there you go. Everybody can get involved. Yeah. That's nice. Uh, of course, David, you can find everything in heart and hand. Find him on Twitter at Ibrox Rocks. Thank you, David. Yeah, uh, I might die. Yeah, um, let's let's try not to do that. Let's you know, I'm going to I'm gonna try very, very hard now. Shane, it's like you with accents and me, because I'm old and old <laughs> fucking well. Me and him are indestructible, folks. When you put your body through the rigorous regimen that we have over the years, <laughs> it just gets used to it. We're not fucking going anywhere, right? We'll be here at 106. All you guys, you're clean living, healthy people, you'll be fucked. You'll be in the cold, cold ground long yeah. before we are. I always like to end a show by telling the listeners they'll be in the cold, cold ground soon. Mm-hmm. I mean, to, to, to be fair, I, do, I think on uh, Monday I'm going to go get an x-ray of my eye socket, orbital bone, whatever. Because uh-huh. I'm pretty sure it's fractured. So, oh, yeah. yeah. Well, you could be yeah, like it's... the Undertaker and get like that big, you know, the mask thing. That was oh, cool. that's yes. true. Yeah. Yes. yes. Oh, like, yeah. I'd get like the Kevin McHale 1980s NBA Yeah, yeah, mask. yeah. Just wear it all the 100%. time. 100%. What you do is 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 you do uh as uh, horrible I can't remember this guy's name the guy that wore the first or one of the first uh, hockey masks and he put stitches on it every time a puck hit him oh just yeah. wear that yeah. just yeah, wear that yeah. and every time you get punched yeah. in the gob just yeah, like punch, ooh, punch there it is. shit motherfucker I yeah. do yeah I just I look really cool just get like remember the Hulk Hogan one that he had yes parasailing yeah. accident yeah and yeah it was the same one like beefcake had. Beefcake, well, yeah. that was it. He had it, yeah. Beefcake, get his. It was metal. It looked cool. Yeah. Well, it was plastic, but yeah, I mean, it was definitely metal. It looked it metal. metal. <laughs> and it and it also looked metal. I mean, that's, it did. You know, yeah. It did. Oh shit! I forgot. Onion headline of the week: the cost of crystal meth. What you should know about this deadly drug and where you can buy some if you decide <laughs> to take the risk. <laughs> Oh, fuck. So that will do it. We will catch you back here, I think, next Tuesday, right? There's no AGM. I don't think we have any football interruptions or anything like that. Don't think so. We so we should be should be back on a short turnaround. So hopefully, uh, you know, the world coughs up a bunch of stupid-ass shit in the next four days. Yeah. I, I, I have very little concern over that. But, uh, yeah, that'll do it. We'll catch you all next Tuesday. And thanks again. Bye. Some people call me the space cowboy.